0: Welcome to the Artist Pivot Podcast. My name is Ayana Major Bay, and well, I'm your host. I am on a mission to educate, empower, and celebrate artists so they have no option but to thrive. This is a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between that I hope will remind other creatives that we innately have it in us to reevaluate and adapt. When I'm not podcasting, my world is full of voiceovers, musical theater, mentoring, travel, and some cooking and baking. But enough about me. Let's get on with the show. On this episode, I am joined by actress, teaching artist, entrepreneur, and children's book author, Deidre Grace Shiverton. She is a Miami, Florida native, but working in theater has taken her all around the United States. She is the owner and creator of City Rolls, an egg roll business that takes imaginative food combinations that create flavor-packed experiences in every bite. She has also authored four children's books that will soon be available in audio and print. As her mother would say to her, she is just a little Black girl with a lot of big dreams. We discussed maturing out of the show-must-go-on mentality, how she wants to use her voice both figuratively and literally to create new avenues and lanes for young Black girls, and that having talent is just the icing on the cake. We also need to take care of all the other things God has given us. Here's our conversation. All right, y'all. Joining me on the podcast today, I have someone very, very special. My sister friend, Miss Deidre Grace Shiverton.
1: Hey, Boo! Hey, Boo! <laughs> Hi! We already said this, but I miss you so much. Hi. I miss you too. Hi.
0: <laughs> yes, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Excited good. to be here. Yes, I'm excited to have you. Thank you for accepting my invitation. That's we have fun. so much I to think- talk about. Like, I'm excited. But before we even get to all of the topics we have, um, if I asked you to text me right now, but you had to reply in emojis only,
1: what would you text me? Uh, You know that, like... Painful face emoji that's always like, oh. the one that kind of looks like, ouch, this hurts. Probably that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Probably that emoji right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not in not in a completely negative way, but, you know, mm-hmm. growing pains. That's why I would choose that emoji. Understood. Yeah. Growing pains. And like being an adult. Yeah, like, exactly.
0: Oh, I have to deal with this because I'm an adult.
1: Yeah. Like in real life
0: now. Understood. Understood. Thank you. Thank you so much for that imaginary text. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. Um, So y'all, my friend Deidre, I met, oh Lord, you know what? I'm not going to age us, but we met many, many years ago. (laughs) Oh yeah. Doing a production of All Shook Up (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it was wonderful. And we have been friends ever since. Yeah, and you know I've been out here stalking her on her Instagram, <laughs> and let me tell y'all about this beautiful young lady right here. She is, you know, an entrepreneur. She's an actress. You know, sometimes a teacher, and then also now a children's book author. Like wow. y'all, we've she, excuse me, has been doing some things in the pandemic. Okay, uh, <laughs> <trying> <laughs> and to stay we sane. talk about it.
1: <laughs> right,
0: trying to stay sane. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's see. Where where do I want to begin? Let's take me to a couple years prior to the pandemic, and you know how your life was as an actress, and then also deciding to, oh, you know, I'm going to take a little break from acting and take care of just my life, just my being as a woman.
1: Yeah. Okay. First of all, I have to mention that when we met in All Shook Up, please mm-hmm. tell me you remember me getting sick and you having to go on for me yes. for about like four performances I've loved you ever since because <laughs> oh. none of it you know you meet some really like shiesty people mm-hmm. who are like great she's sick here's my mm-hmm. chance mm-hmm. you were legitimately like oh please get better soon I don't want your role you Exactly. What I was I was like I you don't want to so go fun. on <laughs> person like no I don't want to go on for you please. <laughs> so I love you Seth. I just want to say that that's how I knew what type of person you were and I was like she's she's gonna be in my life forever." You were like, "Ah, oh. please get your roll back, but <laughs> so let's see. uh before the pandemic, um honestly, I have been working pretty consistently since I graduated. I attended the American Musical and Dramatic academy, and um graduated in two thousand and eight, I'm aging myself, but um I was working consistently uh since then, and you know, you kind of get to a certain point. I did a couple of national tours. And, um, you know, the goal, the big goal is the, the old Broadway. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was just kind of going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never kind of like felt the need to stop or mm-hmm. do anything that didn't have to do with theater. Uh, Mainly mm-hmm. because, um, well, we've talked about this before. When I went to AMDA, I was at school for like a month. And um, my mom passed away. And one of the things that I promised her, you know, being 18 was like, oh, if you let me move to New York, I'll make this dream come true. Like Mm -hmm. I promised, you know, Mm -hmm. all of the tap shoes, jazz shoes, character shoes, it it won't go in vain. I promise. Yeah. So, um, once I graduated, I kind of had that mindset and I didn't stop and I did whatever job that I can do. I just remember kind of like spending my twenties traveling the country. Mm -hmm. Um, which sounds like a dream come true, but, um, honestly, I could say, I wish that I would have taken, um, more time in between my jobs to be an adult besides theater, Mm -hmm. because once I got to a certain point, meaning almost, you know, to my thirties, there were so many things that I had not taken care of, including that included myself Mm -hmm. and, um, You know, when you're 20, making $300, $350, it's cute to you because you don't have a big apartment and all of these expenses. And, Mm -hmm. oh, that's cute. We can do that. And then you get older in age and healthcare comes and, you know, things start cracking and popping Mm -hmm. and uh, theaters aren't trying to offer you equity cards or insurance. Mm -hmm. Now you got to figure out how to pay for all this stuff. So I kind of started to pray and my uh, pastor Uh, It's really cool. One day he was like, listen, I really support you doing this. I think you're amazing, but you can't keep coming home broke. And that thing shook me to my core. Wow. Because I literally was like, I literally leave home for three and four months at a time and I come home broke Hmm. and I'm, and I'm good with money. Like I don't blow money. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't I don't know. I I didn't feel like I needed to travel and do all of these things. Even when I was on tour making pretty good money, um, I was always broke. So I said, you know what, God, I'm going to, you know, put myself in a position where I accept bigger roles Mm -hmm. that I'm going to go after what I want. Mm -hmm. And nobody prepares you. I, I don't know if you've ever hit this wall. They don't prepare us in our fancy schools for when we start to go after what we're worth. Mm. We know that this business brings the no, but the nos when you know you're worth more mm-hmm. and you have to turn down the yes from the three hundred dollar jobs, the three fifty jobs because you're going after what you're worth um I don't think I was mentally prepared for it mm okay. for that and and it, and it it pushed me into um a nine to five which i I was one of those you know actors like survival job. I survived by doing this. That's what I do. So I didn't have a survival job Mm -hmm. literally throughout my twenties. And, um, I had to, I had to like, be like, all right, I got to go home. Mm -hmm. I was born and raised in Miami. And, um, I don't know. Theater is not my personal opinion. Theater is not, um, for us down here. It is very, Mm -hmm. White Christmas down here. Okay. Yes. So uh-huh. yeah. And um, you know, people work down here, but hey. Yeah, so I had to go into a survival job and yeah, it, it did something to me mentally. I mm-hmm. can say that. And that was before the pandemic even hit. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to the pandemic, I had already not been on stage for about a year and a half. Okay. Because I had made the decision to so su- to survive. Mm-hmm. And I was turning down shows. And um, so I was like, you know what? This isn't for me. Nine to fives, they're not for me. So let mm-hmm. me get back to the stage. And then this pandemic hits and now I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. More mental. Yeah, more mental stuff.
0: Yes, yes. Well, I mean, it is all a mental game. Like if you really sit down and reflect, which I think this pandemic has given us time to do as artists, this is really a mental game. Yeah, and about what you tell yourself. And like you said, knowing your worth, like you made such a good point, like knowing your worth and going, yeah, I'm not going to accept that job. That's only paying me 300 something dollars a week yeah. before taxes. Before
1: taxes. Listen,
0: you know, and it's like, yeah, you could do that maybe in your early 20s for a couple years to build your resume. But after a while, you have to be like, yeah, no, I need to make a living
1: because I am an adult. Exactly. Exactly. That it was, it was such an a eye-opener, like, oh, crap. I literally really just been out here, you know, slaving mm-hmm. <laughs> for mm-hmm. these people for no money because I love this. So mm-hmm. what happens now, you know? Right. So, right. Yeah, that was already. And then you go through the whole process of, like, well, am I doing the right thing? Am mm-hmm. I, even though you love this thing, this thing is embedded in you and you know, you were born to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through this whole thing of like, am I in the right profession, Lord? Like what's happening? Mm-hmm. Cause this can't be what you have for me mm-hmm. to struggle. The struggling artist thing is, it's cute in my twenties. That was cute. My dad would send me some money because I was a struggling artist, but. What's cute about a struggling adult? That's that's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the artist is cute, not the struggling adult. People are looking at me like, uh, ma'am, you're too old to be out here with your top shoes on making 250. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to figure it out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a man. When I tell you it was a rude awakening. Yeah. And just making a decision to step back out there and see what happens mm-hmm. as um older now, because I've yeah. always, well, you know, in Al Shaka, I played somebody's mama. We were like, we're like the same age. Yes. So, you know, um, <laughs> now that I'm the actual age, so I'm like, okay, so what happens in my career now? Mm-hmm. You know, as an older woman, how do I do this now? Because I don't want to sleep in no bunk beds with no kids coming from college for the summer. So, right. what do we do now? Child, right. it's a whole Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. the it's whole a thing. Whole, it's a whole right, thing. But-
0: Talking about that, but now also literally pivoting in your career and going, okay, yes, how do I approach this now as an older, especially Black woman in this
1: yeah,
0: said career? You know, oh, okay, what roles am I going to accept? What roles am I going after? What theaters am I going to work for? Exactly. This is my list. And if it's not that, oh, well.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? I didn't even do research like that. When mm-hmm. I was younger, mm-hmm. I would just let somebody say, "Oh, this theater is doing this," and I would go. And I had so many experiences—horrible, horrible experiences, housing experiences—just mm-hmm. because uh, you know somebody out of college and I wanted to work, mm-hmm. and I and I just took it. I didn't know anything about what the worth was mm-hmm. or what my talent was worth, mm-hmm. um, and I just didn't understand why it wasn't okay for me to keep. It's. I wouldn't say that it wasn't okay for me to keep running chasing the dream. It mm-hmm. wasn't okay for me to keep chasing it the way that I was. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that was the realization for me. And then the pandemic just kind of Oh lord, the pandemic.
0: Yeah. It shifted. It shifted yeah. that whole thing, right? Yeah. Which is which is one I am so happy and grateful and just thankful that you were like oh no this is what i'm worth yeah. and i'm going to chase this said dream in a different way yeah like yes you still have that dream Which I can't wait to see you on Broadway, and I can't wait to send you like a huge bouquet that's going to be the size of your dressing room.
1: FYI, (laughs) I just want you to know
0: that you're going to be like, this is so extra, Ayana, and I'm going to be like, yes, yes, is. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Okay, so just be prepared for that, (laughs) That Um, (laughs) um, and you know, chasing this dream, but in a different way, chasing it. From and I think I said this on another episode a couple weeks ago. It was like chasing it from a place of abundance, not from a place of lack. From abundance, like your whole life, everything, every other piece of your life is full and abundant, and you're still chasing this dream of Broadway. So you can chase it in a different mindset.
1: Yeah, that's it. That is it. That's exactly the shift that had to happen.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So then, with that, the pandemic brought in a whole nother shift yeah. of like, okay, I'm going to get back into theater. Yeah. And then, you know, the world flipped upside down. Upside down. <laughs> so up, upside down, around three times, back oh to the left, God. back to the right. And then yeah. we're still floating. Um, yeah. So <laughs> tell me about, yes, your, your, business your egg roll business and your children's books and just just everything that your pandemic babies as you call them <laughs>
1: okay so yeah because you know all right so i um i have an egg roll business the name of it mm-hmm. is city rolls can i plug it is that rude okay. of course
0: you can <laughs> what no please right now plug it right so, now
1: <laughs> city rolls you know you can find me on instagram at, at city it's rolls with an s. And um, City Rolls, honestly, I've been making egg rolls for a while. I was just doing it for my family. So um, my little sister came. This was like right before the pandemic. My little sister came like, teach me how to make your egg rolls. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, if we're going to do it, let's do it. So we kind of started together, my little sister and I. And I learned very quickly. The pandemic taught me something else. Uh, Business is business. So I learned very quickly that, um, you know, that wasn't a good fit. I love her to death, but you know, we couldn't do business together. So we actually mm-hmm. split it in half and um, city rolls kind of took off. I didn't know how people would feel, but it is um, an egg roll business. I, I do specialty egg rolls, like Buffalo okay. chicken egg rolls. Ooh. I have a veggie egg roll. I have a seafood egg roll. I have a Soul food egg rolls. It has like yes. collard greens and macaroni and cheese and chicken in it. And then I have dessert egg rolls. I even have infused egg rolls. I've just been busy. And um yes. the pandemic, you know, kind of everybody's out of work. So I took a business class. Mm-hmm. I don't know what possessed me to take my little savings and put it into a business class. But, you know, that's what mm-hmm. I did. And um, I, you know, made it official. City mm-hmm. Rolls is the LLC, and uh, the thing I learned very quickly about being an entrepreneur is it takes money to make money. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it definitely is a pandemic baby. I love doing it. I love. Um, I love that it's mine. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that it's something that I have, and I really want for it to replace uh, the objective. This was the objective of City Rolls okay. because it really irks me to clock into somebody's nine to five that's no shade to anybody Mm -hmm. but because i'm an artist and if i'm doing something that doesn't allow me to be creative uh it's very bad for me mentally Mm -hmm. but city rolls if you're somebody that cooks you know that when you're cooking that is definitely art by itself so it literally allowed me to express myself through food uh, which was so cool it was so cool to find flavors and to make my family fat during the pandemic they were so mad I just kept like taste this egg roll taste this egg roll so um yeah it kept, I can honestly say it kept me sane mm-hmm. it gave me uh something to do during the pandemic and then um with my children's books so uh do you, you know who Betty Wright is you should know who Betty Wright is she's a soul singer yes uh, I know so, that you know name. yes I do So Miss B, she, she actually passed away during the pandemic and she was like Mm -hmm. a second mom to me and I used to work with her for a while and actually she was talking to me one day about, you know, not being on stage because Mm -hmm. she knew, she knew it was what I loved. And she was like, you're so creative in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Like you have to trust that God will bring you back to what you love, Mm -hmm. but while you're waiting." Tap into the other talents, mm-hmm. so she was telling me that, and um, my boyfriend was repeatedly telling me that. And one day, I kind of just sat down in her room and I said, You know, I always want to write a children's book, and she was like, Do it, do it right now. And literally, that's how I wrote the first one, I'm not lying to you, within like 20 minutes. Wow, and I read it and I was like, Let me see, because my I'm the only one of my six siblings that does not have children. Mm-hmm. so I read it to my brother I have a twin brother and um, he was like whose book is that and I was like mine and he was like you plagiarized that and I was like what how <laughs> rude he did he told me he thought it was plagiarized so I wrote another one so I'm like four books in now yes. Um, and I just the books are about me as a mm-hmm. little girl okay. about how I um when I was younger, my mom, anything that I wanted to get into, she, she allowed me to. So okay. if I came home like, mom, I'm interested in G.I. Joes, she would mm-hmm. be like, why? I don't know. They're green, mom. And she's like, you know what? Let's go find you some green G.I. Joes. So <laughs> the books are literally about um, all of the little things I used to do when I was a little girl. But the mm-hmm. main thing for me with the books um, I want kids to see themselves in books. I want little girls to see themselves in books. Mm -hmm. You know, I was a chubby, weird little girl with Chuck Taylors and a jean jacket that I wore all the time, and that was okay. It's okay Mm -hmm. for you to be like that. It's okay for you to be creative. It's Mm -hmm. okay for you to love what you do, and um, I just want little black kids to see more of themselves. Not saying that we don't have content now. Mm -hmm. for children, but I think that we need to continue. We need to double it. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, and I wanted to come from, I'm a little black girl from Liberty city, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's journey is different. Mm -hmm. And, um, I really want to just create something that kids know I can take my story, you know, Mm -hmm. how I was raised, who I am, what I've been through and, um, put it on the page and it could help somebody. You know, the hardest part about writing my children's books is I had to get to a point. um, My biggest decision was whether I wanted to put my mom in the book or not, or how do I do that? So I just kind of figured out um, to be honest in books. I remember, you know, when I was a little girl dealing with some depression, Mm -hmm. of course, no, no adults going to sit with you when you're six or seven and say, hey, you're dealing with depression. You know, those yeah. aren't things we tell children. So that was a challenge. I have a little book about that, about a mm-hmm. dark day, yeah. um, you know, a book about just exploring something with my twin brother. We just had a problem to solve or, um, yeah, I just wanted it to be real. I dealt with some real issues when I was younger because I grew up a little chubby kid. So I got mm-hmm. bullied. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of parents don't know how to, Uh, sit us down especially if you're a church baby like me you know Mm -hmm. they just take you to the church and they pray for you Jesus will fix it and I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that he won't fix it but I am saying sometimes we need to take our kids and say this is what's happening to you yes and this is what will help you Mm -hmm. um and you know my mom used to before I was on stage she would give me um journals and things and um every time I finished one she'd give me another one uh, and yeah. now that I'm older, I'm a grown woman. I realized that was her way of keeping me out of depression, yeah. you know, having yeah. me to continuously create something. So that's the objective with them. I want to be honest about it. I want to help some little girl mm-hmm. and, um, my little character, she does everything. She cooks, she sings, she dances, she okay. plays with the boys, she plays football and mm-hmm. it's okay for you to yeah. do all of those things. Little girl, little black girl you know yes so yeah that's that's what my little my pandemic babies are about yes come on pandemic babies
0: (laughs) I love it I love it so I'm so proud of you I'm over here like
1: just a proud friend (laughs) listen pray for me now because getting those things published and out Mm -hmm. there that Mm -hmm. is a whole Whew! that is a thing in itself yeah, but um, they'll be out soon. They'll be out okay. soon. We're we're gonna keep putting manifest that for me. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. One thousand percent. One thousand yeah.
0: percent. So <laughs> with that, I got a question. Number one, do you ship your city
1: rolls? Listen, listen, because since I'm so, in Jersey, so I am in the <laughs> middle. I'm in the process of uh-huh. figuring how how to ship them safely. Uh, understood. Understood. Yes. Yeah. The yes. pandemic really. It mess you up you don't yep. know some somebody be done to open your package and lick your city roll I can't have that okay right right so we're doing like you know we kind of found some ways to ship them but what I would really like to do is make sure the packaging mm-hmm. is safe so that you know no, like okay it hasn't been tampered with yeah understood yes yeah. yes so and that kind of takes us. you know you never would think that it literally takes like Shipping them to myself, shipping uh-huh. them somewhere else, mm-hmm. having them shipped back to me, freezing mm-hmm. them for days. But it's coming. Yeah. I-, I promise it's coming. Okay. All right. I you just want have- to ask,
0: because you were talking about those flavors
1: and I was like, um, oh, so yes. when am I getting mine? <laughs> Listen, if I can get it to you, I might have to do do one of yours in like a little dry ice thing. Dr- right. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm yeah. in
0: Jersey. So it would take me a couple a couple days to get up here. Yeah. So yeah, we'll figure it out. We, we'll get it, it to you. Good. Okay. Yeah. Great. So t- TBD, y'all, on on shipping the city rolls. But if you're in Miami, if like, you yeah. go on get get you some city rolls. And don't worry, I'll put all of her contact info in the show notes. But yeah,
1: yeah, get the, city get rolls. the website and the mm-hmm. Instagram and Amen.
0: yeah, yes, come on, come on. <laughs> and then with the children's books, yes, you will publish your books. Yeah, you will, those, and yes, yes, it will I'll happen. Have. And I'm going to pre-order them.
1: Oh, come on. Come on, so pre Um, that.
0: And then also, I know we were talking earlier about you possibly thinking of turning them into even shows.
1: Yes. So let me ask you a question because, you know, sure. you're in the business. Sure. Do you see any children's shows for little black kids? From
0: the ones where, that I have seen? No. That we're the little black girls lead, And
1: yeah. it's about
0: a little black girl? Yeah. Mm, where we're where not. We're many. not
1: hippopotamus and raggedy hands and uh raggedy hands yeah Yeah. so so when I was having some trouble during the pandemic I Mm -hmm. kept saying lord I'm looking for a publishing company I'm looking for uh you know illustrators Mm -hmm. and this stuff is falling through every time I found something or someone Mm -hmm. it didn't work out and I had to pray like really pray about it and someone was like, well, why don't you just, my boyfriend actually, I'll give him the credit. Mm-hmm. He told me, he said, well, why don't you just do what you know? Mm. I don't think he knew what he was talking about. I think he just wanted me to stop talking to him. And I, was <laughs> like, I was like, because he's a um, he's a musician, so he's like, yeah. why don't you just do what you know? Yeah, And I was like, okay, let's turn him into a show. Mm. And then he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, let's add music and turn him into a show. Let's yeah because yeah why not why not turn them into a show you know um and then i started talking to my friends i said you know i know you're a serious actress or actor Mm -hmm. uh you know your national tours all of my little famous friends and i was like listen if i put a children's show on you know would you do it and they were like you don't want to use kids i said no because i really want the characters to like not that kids can't but i want Mm -hmm. the characters to like sing like um Mm-hmm. Like I need, I need for parents to be like, I'm buying a ticket for me and my kid because the show's that good. Right. You right. know, that's what I want. So yeah, I've been working on turning the first book into mm-hmm. a musical and, um, yeah, you know, I got to keep working cause I'm from Dade County. So I got to make sure all the music ain't, uh, twerk music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend was like, Deidre. All of these songs cannot sound like Trick Daddy and Uncle Lou. I'm like, well, listen.
0: (laughs) I mean, you can, though. Right? But but you can't. Who says you
1: can't? That's true. I just don't want to scare the little kids. The, little yeah, kid, the <laughs> kids in there listening to, the mama think they in there listening to Trina and it's them singing their ABCs because I don't word, uh, wrote a trap music song
0: for
1: kids. But that's how I grew up, you know? Right. So,
0: okay, but see, but that's true to you, Deidre. That's true to yeah, how you true, grew up. True. So, okay, yes, the whole show doesn't have to be all trap music, but if that's true to how you grew up, you that's can have a couple true. songs.
1: You know, I do. Yeah. I have a trap ABCs? Right. I Why not? ABCs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Listen, since you approved it, you are right. If you see your kids <laughs> and they're doing a tootsie roll, it's because of my children's book. That is the objective. But yeah. I want it to be fun, you know. You know, mm. and you know, it makes me think like that. I look yeah. at my nieces and nephews, and they know mm. every TikTok song, mm. all of all the songs in the world. It's not talking about nothing. Like, what right. are y'all talking about? Right. I would rather them be repeating stuff like, hey, tell me the countries in Africa. That's the stuff I was learning when I was little. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I want to I do that. And I just want to make another avenue for us, man, for African-American yes. American performers, yes. for female performers. Yes. I just, I just feel like, you know, we need more lanes. Mm-hmm. Directors, writers, you know, composers, we need that. Mm-hmm. And we need to own the rights to our things. Yes. And we need to build legacies for the children that we don't have or the nieces and nephews and all of those things. I think it—you know it's time for us to do that. Um, I think honestly, during the pandemic, I had a moment of when I was missing the stage, just kind of thinking about my experiences on stage and how we're treated often. Mm. And um, I, I read a lot of theater's Facebook pages and so many posts from artists that were truly affected by the pandemic, but very grateful for the break. And that really yes. did something to me mentally too. Yes. Uh, we love this. We love getting up every day and going to work, but you had artists saying, whew, thank God I don't have to put those heels on. Thank God I get to sleep in a comfortable bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank, thank God that I have a hot meal mm-hmm. because I have time. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just feel like it's kind of time for us to, people are doing it now. I won't take it away from the people that are doing amazing work now, but I think it is, we're in a time period where we need to create lanes that we can take care of our own. Yeah. Um, and others are welcome. Don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. but we, you know, that's, that's the objective. I, I don't plan on working for somebody for the rest of my life. So, yeah. And if I could teach a child something or even an adult we mm-hmm. learn too yes. you know it'll be great yeah yeah yes well amen to that yeah I'm, trying to, I'm trying to grow up I'm trying. <laughs> aren't are we all aren't Listen, we all excuse me. you know
0: <laughs> oh you're fine you're fine aren't we all like and that even brings me to a question of like when you were talking about we didn't even know we needed this break like yeah. for those artists who were running around going oh my goodness I'm so glad I don't have to go to this audition or I don't have to put on those heels or like you said I can get a hot meal because I have time to cook instead of like grabbing something because I have two shows today yeah and like realizing that you know you actually wrote down so you guys know I I I pre-ask my guests questions and you wrote something down as like we can't be afraid to fall in love and take vacations and be there for our families because of our jobs yeah. Because that's what we're taught to, like, the show must go on. Everything else is on the back burner. On yeah. the front burner is whatever you have to do for
1: the show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the pandemic made us be still. Like, it definitely makes you deal with things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just everything. Mm-hmm. I-, I was just uh, talking to my siblings. Um, my dad is a workaholic. And yeah. that's what he does. That's all he knows and for the last few years he's been dealing with some health issues mm-hmm. i can't tell you what it what it's been because i've been moving i've been working mm-hmm. and he knows how much i love my job and he doesn't want to be the burden but during the pandemic i watched my dad beat cancer mm-hmm. i watched him be in the best health of his life mm-hmm. and i had a thought to myself i said lord if i was on if i was working if i was on somebody's tour how would I mentally have been able to deal with that? Mm-hmm. You know, going through stuff like that mm-hmm. or finding out health things about myself. Yeah. Or, you know, we get aff- we're, we're afraid sometimes to balance relationships because sometimes people don't want to deal with our schedule. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. it, it kind of leaves, it doesn't leave you a lot of time to be a normal person. I think yeah. like, um, the talent, Talent is the icing on the cake. It's something that God gave us that, you know, I'm grateful for every day that I wake up, that I have Mm -hmm. the ability to do something that other people wish that they can do. But also I have to take care of the rest of what he gave me too. So yeah, Mm -hmm. the pandemic, it, uh, yeah. And, you know, I've, I can honestly say, I think I've only been on one vacation
0: in my adult life,
1: Really, in my adult
0: life. mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah,
1: only one. Because, you know, you never want to be like, well, if I'm out of town, what if I get called for a show? Yes. You know? Yes, that mindset. Yes. But also knowing
0: what's meant for us is meant for us. Yeah. And, like, if I'm not here for that show, sorry, I'm unavailable. I'm out of town on a vacation with my family. And then the next thing that's supposed to be for me
1: will come. Exactly. Can Can you say that you got, were you at that point when we were younger, where it was like, oh well, if I miss it, or
0: no, what, did... no, not when we were yeah. younger. No, absolutely not. Yeah, no, I'm there now, and I, and honestly, I was there. I was probably say right before the pandemic, yeah. I started to shift my mindset. Like, okay, Anna, wait, wait. Like, God really is providing, and you've been in shows that you needed to be in, and sometimes you didn't even audition. You just got called by the director because you worked with them three years ago. Yeah. Like, so I started to be like, okay, but you've missed so many things with your family. Yes. I've missed weddings and funerals and birthday parties and just, just, just come over from, they came over from my house for dinner. You know, my mom's one of eight. So I had yeah. a whole bunch of cousins awesome. and aunts and wow. uncles, but sometimes they'll just be like, oh, we came over for dinner this weekend just because, and I missed yeah. it. So it yeah. was like, okay, let's start thinking about... If I really want a show, then I'll audition for it. And then if not, find another way to work yeah. so that you can be home, that you can only accept the show you need to accept. And like, thank God
1: for me, voiceovers is that now. Like, yeah. And that's even something trying to get into, which I saw you doing that. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this is, this is amazing because mm-hmm. when would we have stopped? Like, I know you, I know your work <laughs> ethic. When would we have stopped ourselves to go, oh God, you really did put more in me yes, than yes. this, you know, then, and, and it, it does, I can't tell you, like I had so many moments during the pandemic mm-hmm. physically, mentally about my craft, just discoveries, just writing music or hanging out with friends or mm-hmm. Walking outside and noticing, hey, I can see the stars from my house. You know, those things. Or even, you know, we. I love New York. I love it. When I graduated Mm -hmm. from high school, I think my luggage is already packed to go. (laughs) And ever since then, I was like, I never want to move back home. And during the pandemic, I'm not lying. I had a moment I was like, yeah, I probably won't move back unless it's for a Broadway show. Mm -hmm. I've never been like that. And my friend was like, you should come back. I said, no, I'm not coming back to struggle. Right. I can struggle from home. I could struggle and have Thanksgiving with my family. I yes. can struggle and be at this birthday party from a niece or my nephew. Yeah. And when, when Broadway calls or whatever else I need to be up there shooting for, I can do it. I I learned so fast in that pandemic, we are fed that starving artists, you know, we they really they are. give us that. You gotta starve, you gotta you gotta pay your dues, you gotta get your stripes or or mm-hmm. I can perfect this craft, offer the best that I have, and know that if it's for me, I'll get it. That's yeah. that's what we, I don't have to starve to be an artist. right? Is it is it an accurate depiction of what we do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes the jobs, they don't come. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is the truth. But the truth also is, like you just said, voiceovers. Mm-hmm. When would you have stopped to go? Because we're so used to dancing and singing and all of those things. Oh, I don't have to starve to be an artist. I can't stop. Right. That's, that's the difference. We don't have to starve. We just can't stop being an artist. That's how we, you know, so it, it was a lot, even, even my relationship with God, it was just a test of faith. Mm -hmm. And I learned more and more, you know, God was blessing me to continuously work. And when the work stopped, I was like, "Well, is that what your faith was built on, teacher? If you were on stage or not? So what happens now? How do you? What do you do now? When do you spend your time? Because you know, that's a that's a sacred thing for us. When those lights go up and we have that moment of prayer, and you know that that's a ministry for us. Thank you, Lord, for the abilities. Mm -hmm. So without it, you know, I had to figure. Child, so many things. I said this pandemic." Ooh. Oh, Lord, yeah. of course, whatever you're doing in this season, mm-hmm. you know, come on, come on. Yeah. Let's preach about
0: it. Like in this season, it, like you're absolutely right. Yeah. It, it is a season that has mm-hmm. not
1: ended though.
0: That still in it, still, still in, in it. it, still fully in it, it fully, fully in, it. in it. And you're absolutely right. I wouldn't have stopped. Like yeah. you said, you know me, I would not have stopped if mm-hmm. this pandemic didn't force me to sit down I don't know if I would be in voiceovers now. I don't know yeah. if I would have this podcast. Like, like you said, it was like, oh, I could be creative in other ways than just being on stage in this musical. Yeah. Like, you are, you always, we always knew that, but it was, like we were kind of suppressing it, if you will. Yeah. Because of what we thought it required
1: to be in musical yes. theater. Yes. Which is basically your firstborn and a pint of blood, but yes, yes, and <laughs> yeah, also a kidney and <laughs> a kidney. We need it all. We need oh, yeah. yeah, and now all of your working limbs. We need them yeah. all to break at one time. Yes, so, basically. Yep. Yeah. Then, then you make it <laughs> right, and then you made it. <laughs> that's what great. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: yes, but that you know, Deja, that's so true. It's so so true, and. I would say the last question I want to ask you and, you, and you've kind of said it throughout the whole podcast, but what would be your words of advice and, you know, your nugget of wisdom for other artists who are, you know, we're all still trying to figure it out. We're all still growing. We're all still maturing and going, okay, yeah, how do I want to be as a full
1: person in this industry now? Okay. So I, I, I think I put it in your questions. You, um, keep God first. Now, if you are somebody that does not believe in God, I will not throw it, I won't force it down your throat. But Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that there is a difference in having Him in your life. Mm -hmm. One thing I have learned in this business is that we give so much of ourselves till we don't have anything left. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, when I'm left with my insecurities, mm-hmm. with my doubts, mm-hmm. with my, you know, dealing with grief that I've suppressed, or just wondering when it's going to be my big break. Mm-hmm. He is a comforter. Yeah. God is a comforter. He sustains me. The moments in the pandemic where I did not understand or know, could not fathom, how will I eat, Lord? Mm-hmm. There were direct deposits in my account. I'm telling you, keep God at the forefront of it all. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you are the type of person to pick up a Bible and read every day, because honestly, I'm not. But I'm going to take a moment and mm-hmm. say, Lord, thank you. And if it's not in your will, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Guide me. Surround me with Good people, and that's the reason I'm saying keep God first because it literally works for every aspect for yes. the for the relationships you develop in the business, for the artists that you connect yourself to, mm-hmm. the energy that you put out, what you get back. Mm-hmm. It goes into everything. He gives you the words to say, the way to move, how to move, all of all all of the above, anything yeah. you could think of. And if if we had to. If I had to step away from my spirituality, mm-hmm. I would tell you to surround yourself with genuine people, mm-hmm. with people that, number one, will never let you quit. Mm. I don't care if I'm 62 and I haven't made it to Broadway. I should still have one friend going, hey, friend, this can be your year. Right. Yeah. With my, with my teeth, with my dentine, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with my teeth in the glass. I want my friend to look at me and say, this could be, yeah, like that little old lady in Black Panther. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah. want, I want them to tell it to me, okay? Right. Yes. You, you keep yourself with, surround yourself with genuine, genuine people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God, genuine people. And just know being a good person yourself. Yes. That goes a long way. It when does. I When I got my second national tour, they literally told me um, And you know how I am. I just keep saying tours. I never say what I do. (laughs) I always feel weird when people are like, okay, what tours? I'm like, I don't want to read my resume. But, um, you know, when I got my second tour, they literally told me, we called your first tour to see what type of person you were. Wow. They said, Mm. we, we check, they look at your social media. Yeah. And they called my tour to see what type of person I was, if I was easy to work with. Your yeah. reputation precedes you your, and it yes, follows it you everywhere you go. Yes, it does. So you keep God first, surround yourself with genuine people, and be a good person yourself. Those mm-hmm. things will take you farther than any high note can.
0: I, have learned, I yes. have learned
1: that. I have learned that. Because people take a chance on you. Like I'm mm-hmm. going back to the stage in February. Yes. <laughs> I guess I will tell you this one. But um, yeah. I'm really excited. I've been on yeah. stage for two years and I'm going to do um, I'll be Sophia in yeah. the color purple at Springer Theater, Georgia. Yeah. And, and and like you said, that happened from somebody inboxing me and saying, Hey, I'm directing this and I want you as Sophia.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Send me a tape. And that's how it happened. Somebody I worked with five, six years ago. Wow. But that's where the reputation comes in at. Let me tell you how all of of that stuff played. Because I had just prayed. I said, Lord, Mm -hmm. I write a little pandemic opening up. These theaters are opening up. I know I'm an old gal now. (laughs) Send something to me. I kid you not. And I got that message. Yeah. And I was like, okay. It was a a person I connected with, a really nice person. And now he's gone from the stage to director, choreographer. Yeah. Remembered who I was. You good people. I know your work. Can you send something in for me? Boom, a job. Hmm. That's why I say those are the things that I, I hold on to.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, Seriously. thank you so much, Deidre. Ah!
1: Thank you for having me. I'm thank so, you. let me just say, I'm so proud of you, little black girl. <laughs> My you. mama used to call me that. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, darling, for this mm. that you are doing, for using a platform and your voice. You are mm-hmm. uber talented, but it's just so dope to see you like create. And so mm-hmm. many, I love to see my friends evolve. And it's mm-hmm. like, who knew? You have that in you. Right. I was so, you should have saw me. I was smiling, signing my guest release form. I said, ooh, <laughs> this is official. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me make sure i sign for my friend Here, friend use <laughs> all the audio thank all you friend <laughs> y'all <are> so <laughs> proud of you man keep going thank you so keep much keep going please no, don't stop this you. was beautiful thank
0: and you and it just friend.
1: gives us an opportunity to express ourselves as artists
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. But before I let you go, thank you so much Uh for that sentiment. That just, oh, that touched my heart. Um, But before I let you go, there's something that I absolutely must say to you. And that is that I acknowledge you. I celebrate you. And I uplift you. Don't
1: make me cry. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. That was great. You're they gave me all the feels, man. Let me find out how to send your egg roll. That was just beautiful.
0: <laughs> Deidre, thank you so much for sharing. Please feel free to visit this episode's show notes for links to get in touch with my guest, as well as a link to rate and review my podcast on Podchaser. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is scroll down to the rate and review section. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and share this episode with at least one friend. Thank you for tuning in and I'll speak to you soon.